Karlsson, Karlsson, världens bästa Karlsson. Karlsson, Karlsson, hoj här kommer Karlsson. Karlsson, Karlsson, ingen faktiskt, ingen annan Karlsson vill jag så bra som mig. Karlsson, Karlsson, Karlsson scores! Karlsson, Karlsson! Yes, welcome everybody to another episode of Keep It Carlson Fantasy Hockey Podcast, the longest running fantasy hockey podcast in the world, hosted by a guy who did not make it to the Keep It Carlson playoff pool round three draft, but that's okay because I am with three people who did, and I'll be drafting for the fourth. Very excited for today's bonus, I don't know, bonus-ish episode because we're going to be drafting for our fancy playoff pool where we redraft every single round, and so let me introduce the panel here. Basically, here's the story. There were two rounds already we started with i don't even remember now 200 something people i don't know 100 and something people then uh the top five in each division made it to round two and then there were like 10 new divisions and the top two in each one made it to round three and here we are there's five different divisions of four people each and in r3 d4 did i mention my name i'm elon dubrowski anyways whatever okay and then with me uh right now are the three of the drafters who made it all the way to round three so i guess uh in no particular order or no i'll do it in an order of the order of who had the best uh last round so starting off with uh impressed by w's <laughs> Uh, aka Nicola. So you had the most points. Uh, you came first in your division last round with a, a heck ton of points. I don't know. Like, uh, so congratulations to that. Welcome to Keeping Carlson. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. And I'm glad I've had McDavid all the way through. So that's a very, very helpful thing. Uh, I'm wearing all this shirt. I have a Flames Daryl Sutter logo for my league. Don't ask. I'm a hockey fan first. Uh, that's amazing. All right. Well, you know what? Why don't we just like start the draft and then I'll introduce people as they make their first picks. The way it's going to go is it's not a snake draft. It's like a regular. You're going to get the first pick every single round because of your great success. That's your reward. I have a feeling from what you just said. I know who you're going to be taking first. Basically, just to quickly uh, say the rules, uh, we're all each each going to be drafting 10 people. Oh, yeah. I didn't make it, but I'm drafting for Matt, who we'll get to when it's his pick. He gave me his cue, so I'm just going to be blindly picking off a cue. Uh, but yeah, so Nicola has the first pick. Everyone's going to pick 10 players. Uh, there's seven forwards. No, six forwards, 2D, a skater, where you can do forward or defenseman. And then there's a team uh, team goalies, I guess, where you're going to get one point for a win and an extra point for a shutout. For everyone else, it's just points only. Uh, we got four teams left. Edmonton versus Colorado, Tampa versus New York Rangers. If you don't know that, where have you been? Okay? The Rangers won yesterday. Uh, so I'm starting the draft now here on Fantrax. I'm sharing the screen for anyone watching live on YouTube or, or after the fact. So uh, go ahead. Who, who are you picking with your first overall pick in the draft for round three? Well, as they say, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. So... <laughs> I'm picking the man that brought me here. He yeah, pretty I, much did that on his own, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, he didn't have the most points in the last round. He would have been better off taking Drysaddle. But yeah, hard to go against McDavid, who in a 
around where he didn't do as well as his counterpart, he still put up, what am I counting here? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve points in five games versus Calgary. Like, unthinkable. Potentially on track to break a record for most points ever in a playoff series so or season. So, not a bad pick. Uh, and we'll get back to you soon, Nicholas. Okay, next up, we've got another... Uh, first ranked player in his division, but just not as many points as Nicola got, but still someone who's made it very far. Kevin, welcome to the show. Why don't you tell us maybe a bit about like uh, your journey through the KKPP so far and then who you're, who you're going to be picking. Yeah, Elon, thank you. Very excited to be here. Um, this is was my first year um, joining you guys. I've been listening for maybe two years before then. And I thought, you know what? I've been I've been running my league this entire time. It's time to get, actually get some challenge. So um very excited about that. Um anyway, I'm gonna be doing the same thing as um Nicola. Gonna mm-hmm. go with the guy that I've uh, been rocking the past two rounds. I had I think the sixth overall pick in the first and somehow the seventh overall pick in uh round two and by all means, Leon Dreisaitl dropped to me, and I couldn't let him go any further than that. And he he maybe single-handedly got me there, and I, I got to just keep going with it. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, an amazing stroke of luck that you had. I guess last round, there were some concerns. Maybe Dreisaitl wouldn't be playing. So you had seventh. Like I had seventh in my draft. I did not get Dreisaitl. And again, since it's not a snake draft, that's a big disadvantage. But you beat the odds. Now here you are drafting second in round three, and you get the same player who obviously would not have fallen to the seventh overall pick. So uh, congrats, and we'll see where you go from here. So far, I guess two chalk picks. I don't think anyone's going to be too surprised. Also, you get to play against Darcy Kemper. I guess like the other series, we've got the two best goalies in the league. So I guess that would be another reason you want to go for this Edmonton-Colorado series. All right, so next up is Matt Dowjalo, who is not here, unfortunately, but he is a cupful winner this season. He's going to be in tier one next year. So he definitely knows his stuff and he sent me his cue. He also clearly knows the stuff about predicting playoffs and he had McDavid number one, dry settle number two and Nathan McKinnon number three. So again, sticking with that Western conference finals series. And so let me just do this. Hopefully Fantrix will let me as the commish here. I think it will. All right, done. All right, so McKinnon is on Matt's team. And now, last but not least, we've got uh, Jordan, who came second in his division. But still, that was all you needed to make it to round three of the KKPP. Uh, Your team name is Steely Dan Cleary. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. Happy to be here. Um, I was really clawing last time, uh, last round with the fifth overall pick. But I made it work. I'm very thankful that I didn't pick very many Calgary Flames, I'll be honest. Nice. <laughs> um, so I think for this round, it's so far going exactly the way I thought it would. And I hate having to do this, but I'm going defense first. Ah. Which I normally try to avoid at all costs. But I think it might be the right play here. We'll see. I mean, yeah, so to remind people, everyone's going to have to take 2D out of their 10 picks, and there is definitely going to be a drop-off after the first few go. So you didn't even say the name. I guess you don't even need to. Everyone knows. (laughs) Yeah, Makar. It's obviously Kale Makar. (laughs) 
Yeah, the Oilers having the two best forwards, but it's like we'll see how long it takes before one of their defensemen to go. I can't even it's like tough to even guess like who you're going to take as the first Oilers D off the board. But yeah, McCarr obviously has been having such an amazing playoffs, really like cementing himself as like, I don't know, is it, it's too early to call him like a legend, but like just an amazing series against Nashville. I guess he was a little bit quieter against St. Louis, but I don't know. I just, I'm really excited to see what McCarr is going to do like 10 years from now when we look back on, on this career. Cause he's putting up points that like we haven't seen from defensemen. Like I used to be excited when Eric Carlson had like 82 points in 82 games. And then McCarr is like blowing that away. I guess it's more whatever points being scored in general. So we'll give, we'll give Carlson a pass there, but okay. So that's round one in the books. We go back now to. Nicola, to start off round two, you've got Connor McDavid. You can only go downhill from here. Where, yeah. where are you going? Well, I, if my car was not going before me, I would have taken him now. So I have to rethink already, which is a good sign. It's all right. I mean, it's hard to pass up. If this happened in real life, I would pay millions of dollars just to watch this happen. So I guess I have to have McDavid play along with Kucherov. It has to happen. So here we are. Yeah, Brian and I were just talking in the last episode we recorded on Sunday. How Kucherov like kind of quietly had the second highest points per game of everyone in the regular season. Yeah, he's amazing. And in playoffs, he always steps up. Like he's you know he's done this already two years in a row. And uh, yeah, he did great against Florida. Uh, probably a big part, especially that one big uh, one goal, three assist game in game three. I guess he didn't get any points in game four, but he didn't need to. It was only a two nothing win. I think both goals were like just like not fantasy relevant. I don't even know if anyone got any points in the playoff pool uh, for those two Florida goals. But uh, yeah, so great pick. You got ugh, it's going to be tough to beat so far. David and, and Kucherov is going to be tough. But hey, uh, Kevin has got Kucherov and now or no, sorry, has Dreisaitl. And now you're going to add there's still a lot of good players out there. So I don't think you're going to be too uh, disappointed. Who are you going with, Kevin? Yeah, I actually had Kucherov ranked three. So it's unfortunate to see him go. But, um, you know, still plenty of guys on the board that I like. And I'm going to do something that I just haven't really gotten a chance to ever do. And that's to draft a Colorado player throughout the entire regular season and throughout the entire playoffs. Just no Colorado player I felt was in a position for me to grab until uh, right now. So I'm going to go with uh, Miko Rotnan. Yeah, great pick. I actually had Ranton in, I think, for my first time ever in the couple this year. And he was, I mean, there was some points where he was injured and that was really annoying. But when he was healthy, like, he uh, is right up there in terms of, like, compared to McKinnon, especially if you were in a league like this where it's just only points. uh, Ranton's, like, there's definitely, I feel like it's close to a coin flip of who's going to get more points between the two. Like, I'll take McKinnon, sure. But, like, they're both on the ice together the majority of the time. And yeah, like if there's going to be goals scored against Mike Smith, I'm sure he's going to be a big part of it. Okay, so now we're over to my pick, aka Matt's pick. And looks like he everything's going exactly, basically <laughs> going by his cue. So I wonder who's going to veer off first. But yeah, Rantanen, he had as that next pick after Kucherov. And then he has Adam Fox here. So we're going to have another D off the board. He also had Makar going forth. But yeah, those are the two clear high scoring D over point per game for Adam Fox. I think it's like 16 points in 13 games or something so far, or 13 and 10. It's been uh, just an incredible run. He's now going to have maybe a tougher time scoring against Andre Vasilevsky. I know I learned that the hard way because the run reason why I'm not in this round is I went with a few Florida players and they did not uh, work out for me playing against Vasilevsky. So we'll see how Fox does for Matt. But okay, now uh, over to Jordan. You had Makar to start. Are you going to go another D right away, or are you going to fill out another position? I think I have to 
fill out other positions since forwards are kind of, you know, valued a little bit higher. Um, I'm sticking with the same series, however, and going with a pick that my everything tells me that it's not, it's not the person that I would sign to my hockey team, but if he's going to put up points, we'll go with Evander Kane. Hey, <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of the series where he's been playing with McKinnon and Dreisaitl, or sorry, McDavid and Dreisaitl. So it's pretty hard to like... You can't pass that up. <laughs> yeah, like Zach Cassian would be getting like 50, 60 <laughs> point play, face playing with those guys. And, McK- and Evander Kane is like a 70 point guy in his own right. Uh, and yeah, he had a hat trick against Calgary in game three, another couple goals in game four. <laughs> so great pick there. And now we go back to to Nikola to start round three once again now we, you've got McDavid and then you got Kucherov gonna stick with forwards uh no actually I'm a big fan of drafting defensemen early since they're so sparse I've had Riley in the first round and I've had this guy Victor Hedman so I'm going back to that first round two and round round three I see yeah. it. former Con Smythe winner yeah, uh, he had three points in four games versus Florida, which like definitely you could have taken players who had more points so far in the playoffs. Well, I guess he did have that four goal, four point game against Toronto to start the playoffs. But yeah, but obviously value over replacement. We're running out of top power play D. I guess all that's left now yep. is the Edmonton one. I wonder if it's going to be a D from another team or an Edmonton D going as the next one. But yeah, clearly a big drop off after Hedman. So good to lock him in. Uh, which means, Kevin, are you a little nervous that you're the only one that doesn't have doesn't have that D? No, I there like obviously those were the three defensemen um, that I wanted, and now that they're all gone, I see no reason to go and chase. So I'm just going to stick with um, the forward core that I have and continue adding to that. And I think the next best player on the board is is going to be Steven Stamkos. So that's where I'm going to be going. Okay, yeah. So again, it's just a matter of there's a lot of good players on Tampa and the Rangers, and obviously all of them are going to go because we're going pretty deep here. But he is playing against Shostyorkin, which is going to make things a little bit harder. But uh, he's having a great playoffs. And that actually leaves my friend Matt with a player that he had ranked when I took Adam Fox. The next person on his board still hasn't been taken. So he's going to be very happy to get the next guy in his queue, which is uh, Gabriel Landeskog. So where is he here on the on the interface? Yeah, that Landeskog obviously I guess is sort of like a third wheel. It used to be like clearly like that top line, right? McKinnon, Rantanen, and Landeskog. Now they like shake up the lines a little bit. But I guess regardless of what line, like Landeskog had what three points? Oh no, he had two assists in the first game, and then three goals in the next four games. So yeah, point per game, can't argue. And he's obviously going to get his big minutes. He's got that contract. He's the captain. Okay, so. That is Matt's picks. Now we're over to Jordan for the last pick of round three. This is where things start getting really interesting. You see Sabanajad still on the board, even though he was crushing the first two rounds playing against backup goalies. Um, I think I'm going to stick with Colorado, hoping Mike Smith can let in some half-ice goals uh, (laughs) every once in a while go with someone on the first power play there with Kadri. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, if you're going to take someone on Colorado, he'd be the clear next guy. He was actually quiet in the last couple of games. He did have seven shots in that game six against St. Louis, 
but uh, but no points. But yeah, he's had some huge games for sure. Big game player, had that huge breakout regular season. It's going to be really exciting to see what he does this summer. He's going to be a UFA, and I feel like he's going to get a big contract for sure, especially now that he's shown he can actually go through a playoffs without getting suspended and actually help his team go far. So, all right. So There's that, still time. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Well, come on. Okay, hopefully he won't. <laughs> I guess there was like a play that could have been questionable, uh, the Bennington play. So, but uh, it turned out, no, people generally are saying that it wasn't his fault and he was pushed in. So, okay, so we're down uh, three rounds, seven to go. We're now back to Nicola, impressed by W's. What's the story behind that team name? Oh, it was that Daryl Sutter quote from earlier in the season when I don't remember what the context was, and but he's just a quote machine at this point. And they asked him what would impress him of his performance, something like that. And just said, W is what impresses me. Right. I just, <laughs> I just had to. I, I tend to latch on for too long on things like that, and that's a good example of it. Hey, I I, I follow the same pattern. My couple team name this year was not even close, named after Eric Carlson's famous quote when he was eating the apple. Yes. So, all right, so you've got uh, McDavid, Kucherov, and Hedman. That's a pretty sweet lineup so far. Who are you going to start round four? Well, my decision was made for me in the last pick. I was hesitating between Kadri and Zabanajad. So I hate going up against Vasilevsky, but at this point, I'm going to trust the guys good enough. So, Yeah, I mean, it's either like a guy on the top power play and top line or whatever on, on the Rangers or like a second line or second power yeah. play in Colorado. <laughs> so yeah, at some point you yeah. have to just take these guys. Yeah, Zibanejad really, like it's surprising. Like in the regular season, Panarin was the guy on the Rangers who was putting up, like yeah. not that Zibanejad did nothing. He was like point per game, but Panarin's like an over 100 point player. But in these playoffs, Zibanejad just like finding another gear. He got points in every single, or no, he missed no points in the first two games against Carolina, those two losses. And then as soon as the Rangers went home, he just went beast mode, including three assists in that game yesterday to clinch the series. Uh, so obviously a great pick. Now we go over to... Obviously, I'm going to say everything's a great pick. Uh, I promise, though, if someone makes a pick that really surprises me, I'm going to call it out. I'm not going to like suck up to you guys. But so far, you've pretty much been going on the board. So, uh, Kev, who do you got for, to, for your first pick in round four? I guess I should say. So you have Drysaddle, Ranton, Stamkos. Going another forward? Yeah, so I think out of like the top tier players in this these four teams I think one more really stands out so a player that I think I drafted first overall in our uh in, in the couple um and that's going to be Artemi Panarin um there I feel like there's a there's a gap between Panarin and the rest of the people already drafted versus everybody else but you know I could be wrong there that's just what I'm seeing I mean, if you go based on regular season points, then for sure there's a big drop off after that. When you say first overall, you mean like your first pick? Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. I was I maybe dropped for like eighth or something like that, maybe ten. Yeah, yeah. And did he how did you end up doing in the couple this year? I made it to the championship. Uh, had no goalies. Um, yeah, a lot of injuries. It was What's tough, that? but. Made it, made it, made it to the finals at least. Impressive, yeah. And obviously, Panarin helped you. We'll see if he helps you here. All right, so that was the next pick. Also, you just sniped uh, Matt by taking Panarin. Let me make sure here. Yeah, he had like, uh, yeah. So now we're going back to Edmonton. Looks like I see his next pick is going to be Nuge, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who had kind of a quiet regular season, but he's really like turned it on the playoffs. I guess like all of Edmonton is just getting like a ton of points. I guess against Calgary, like Markstrom, I don't know what it was, either Markstrom or the defense or it's just Edmonton's too good. But for some reason, like Calgary did not have that stingy defense that they, we got used to during the regular season. And yeah, RNH had uh, like, yep, yeah, over a point per game, six points in the five games. So 
that's who Matt is going with. Sticking, I think Matt now uh, has players all from. Oh no! So McKinnon, Fox, Landeskog, and now Nugent Hopkins. All right, now we go to Jordan, who has Makar, Evander Kane, and Nazem Kadri. Who's next? I was hoping either Zabanejad or Panarin would be there. So I wouldn't be stuck drafting another person from the same series, hoping that one goes to seven. Um, I have to go with Zach Hyman, who's been turning it on in the playoffs lately. Yeah. Basically, this is like the rundown of the show I just recorded with Brian, where I was like, I didn't want to keep talking about Edmonton so much, but so many of their players just stepping up big time. What a good contract like signing it's looking like for Hyman. Like on one hand, the Leafs look smart because they let Hyman go and got Bunting, who put up like similar numbers for a fraction of the price. But the Leafs are gone. I don't want to like tie it just to that, but like, Hyman's helping uh, the Oilers go forward and the Leafs were eliminated in the first round. Uh, sorry, Leafs fans. All right, so now we're into round five. Four rounds down, six to go. Back to Nikola. You picked Zabanajad last. Who are you going next? Uh, that's an excellent question, actually. <laughs> we're getting into a problem zone over here. This, um, is, this is where I the get... winners gets determined. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, uh, yeah, okay. I think I found my guy. Um, again, I, I'm the one who said I didn't want to go against Vasilevsky, but at some point, they are going to score some goals, and power play's been hot, so Chris Kreider. Yeah, 50-goal scorer, Chris Kreider, who uh, also scored a couple goals in that Game 7. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you already have Zabana Jad, so now you'll get in on, I guess, you, you have the stack, which I know in fantasy, like some people think is the best. I kind of feel like it's one way or the other, just want to get the best player. And here, I, I, yeah, he was also high up on Matt's list. Are you, did you snipe him? Let me see. Well, actually, I guess it's not his pick. Yeah, uh, Kreider would have been the next pick that Matt would have taken. Uh, but Kevin, over to you for your uh, fifth pick. You've got Drysaddle, Rantanen, Stamkos, Panarin. That's a pretty like all-star lineup right there i guess it's, you're gonna have a step down here yeah um that was that was like probably the last like i know i said it, i said it last round but that was like the last last one <laughs> um uh I, i'm probably gonna go back to colorado here and uh draft valeri nachushkin on the second line uh if matt is listening he just got sniped he had Kreider, <laughs> and he had nachushkin <laughs> So, okay, let me see. I have a lot of different tabs open right here, but I know like at the end of the regular season, we were seeing that Nichushkin was getting that sweet spot with Rantanen and McKinnon. Is that how it's been going so far for Col- so let's see. They've been oh no, they've been going in the last game at least, they ran with McKinnon, Landeskog and Lekkonen, and then Rantanen, Nichushkin and Kadri. Oh, this is underreported. I didn't mention this on the on the show. This is the uh, all new lines that we haven't seen before. Split up. I just said earlier, I lied. None of you corrected me. I said that McKinnon and Rantanen are together all the time, but I guess not at even strength, at least in that last game. Then Burakovsky down in well, I guess I don't want to give away uh, players who haven't been drafted yet here. I'm just like uh, <laughs> shouting out some names. But anyway, sweet spot with uh, Rantanen and Kadri. So can't argue with Nachushkin here. He's having himself a, a breakout season. Isn't he a free agent also? I think he's going to get himself some money at the end of this. Yeah, and he had, what is this here? Four points in six games in, in round two. All right, so now it's up to my pick. So let's see here. RNH, Hyman, Kreider, Kane, Nachushkin. All right. We're going for our second D, it looks like. Uh, so we're, we're filling that up now. We're going back to Colorado. So still no Edmonton D. We're going to take Devon Taves 
with the next pick here for Matt. Let me lock that in. Uh, and yeah, Taze, again, like a player who's totally broken out somewhat recently, even though like it's still amazing that, that Colorado got him basically for free from the Islanders. And then he had this insane like 57 points in 66 games in the regular season. Now he has eight points in 10 games in the playoffs. Clearly an awesome play. Like Colorado, so stacked. So it seems so unfair, but I, they're going against Connor McDavid. So anything, <laughs> you know, even if that team is stacked, maybe they'll still have some trouble. I can't wait to watch it, actually. It's going to be uh, right when we're done this draft, we'll be able to start watching that game. Anyway, okay. Sorry for blabbing. Jordan, you're up uh, for your fifth pick. Yeah, I feel like this is really where you, you start seeing the separation between the players that we picked earlier and, you know, what we have left. Um, let's see. I think I'm going to go with Palat just because he seems a little more consistent than Coppenstrom, but we'll see. Okay. Oh, you even uh, shouted out the guys you're choosing between. Who knows? Maybe one of them will still be left for you for your next pick. But yeah, uh, Palat got, (laughs) he had points in three of the four games versus Florida. Let's see. Let me get those uh, Tampa lines up here and see who he's been playing with. Uh, in the last game, we had Stamkos, Kucherov, and should I say name? I guess I'll, whatever. I'll throw it out. There. And Sorelli, and then uh, Palat was playing with Killorn and Nick Paul. Yeah, so yeah, I guess when they put Stamkos and Kucherov together, when Braden Point is injured, it kind of just seems like Stamkos, Kucherov, and then a bunch of you know mediocre-ish guys. Like I know, like Sorelli and Platt, like are decent players, but yeah, it's amazing that they just demolished Florida. And you don't even you look at this team; it's not even like so stacked. But that's why they're the Cup champs. Okay, so you got Palat. Now we're halfway through the draft. Back to Nicola. What do you got? I'm about to make a pick. I'm not going to like. <laughs> <laughs> it's that point where you 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 feel the regret, but you're locked in on a guy, and you're just like, you know what? I'm going with it. And I'm hoping he gets some power play time. He has, but Evan Bouchard. Okay, so that is your second D. You have Hedman and Bouchard. Let's see, what's Edmonton been doing here? I guess for the power play, it has been Barry mainly on the top power play, not that he's done much with it offensively. And Bouchard, yes, having himself uh, a, a solid playoffs. I'm counting here eight points in 12 games. So if he can keep up a pace like that, then that's a solid pick here, especially with the remaining D available. All right, Kevin, over to you to start your second half of filling out your team. Yeah. Um, I mean, now that most of the defensemen are already gone, I don't really feel the need to continue, like to even chase it. I, I can wait until even later in the round. So I'm just going to keep the forward train going. Um, and. I'm going to pick the other top six forward in Colorado and Arturi Lekkonen. Yeah. (laughs) What an acquisition from the Habs. Like, Lekkonen's someone who always seemed like he had some skill, like, when he got put in a good situation. But I always liked his, like, shots were pretty good at at times in Montreal when he was getting some ice time. And, like, yeah, obviously Colorado likes him, and they're putting him right in that sweet spot. And he had three points in the six games, two goals in one of the games against St. Louis. Nice pick. Okay, so now it's over to me, and I'm clicking around all over here. So what do I, what do I have here? So Nachushkin, Devon Taves. Okay, I got the next pick. It's someone that Jordan called out. I promise it's not just because you said his name, but he's next year on this list. Ryan Strom, so uh, Panarin centerman. 
is going to be off the board. A guy who, at one point, when he had that first breakout season back in, I guess it was now, like, uh, what would it have been like 2019, 20, like the first pandemic season where he really like, you know, he had all those years where he was kind of doing nothing. He went to Edmonton, whatever. Then he went to the Rangers and then he was doing so well. He had ended up with 59 points in 70 games and everyone was like, yeah, but he had a high shooting percentage. He probably won't be able to keep it up. And then he's been uh, pretty solid ever since very, pretty much right around that pace, maybe a little bit less this year. Uh, anyway, what's he doing in the playoffs? Nine points in 14 games. Yeah. So that's the top six production. It's going to be harder against Vasilevsky probably. All right, so uh, Jordan, uh, one of those other names you said is still available if you want him. Yeah, I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> Cop has been pretty good on that Canarin line. We'll see if he can keep it up against uh, Tampa Bay. That, that whole line is taken now. Cop uh, playing like someone who has a lot of money on the line, which he does. Did you guys see that quote from him today? There was, uh, who was like saying that... Like the GM, like Drury walked by and then and cop was like, Sorry about your first rounder. Because like the trade <laughs> his trade would like yeah. would have been a second, but yeah. since now they're in the final. So it's like he cost him a first, but I'm sure like uh, they'll they'll take it. it. That's I worth it if they get a cop. Yeah, so he had he was pointless in all of the games but two versus Carolina. But in those two games, game seven, he had a golden assist and he had three points in game three here. So I guess he's just going to get you all your points in bunches if he keeps that up. All right. So that is round six. We're blasting through this. We're up to the start of round seven now. So just to recap, we're over on Nikola and he's got McDavid, Kucherov, Hedman, Zabanajad, Kreider, and Evan Bouchard, you've got your D. No one's taken a goalie yet. You get one point for a win, one point for a shutout. If you can predict, it's like four easy points if you can predict a series winner. I guess that's what makes it not so easy. Anyway, are you going to bite, Nicola? Time to take the first team? I thought of it. I'm still thinking of it, actually, but I probably won't. I feel like my team at this point is like a case study on can you win without any avalanche? <laughs> Which sounds like a bad proposition, but I'm into it now. Um... Yeah, we're looking at the very... It's hard to separate the players that are left. Uh, boy. Like, yeah. No. All right. I guess going to have to bet on the guy again that helped me last time, Ross Colton. Let's go. <laughs> you could tell how happy you are with this pick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's far down the lineup, but he does stuff. And, like, the depth of the lightning always find a way as so. well. Yeah, he's producing. He has got eight points in 11 games. I brought him up on the show on Sunday. It was like such a predictable, typical thing. Like I brought him up. I was like, he's having this great playoffs. He's getting all these points. I was like, Brian, would you draft Ross Colton next year in fantasy? He was like, no. Like Brian never believed. He needs to see a lot more. But anyways, there's obviously a big difference between drafting him next season in fantasy versus just taking for round three of the playoffs when he's hot and like Tampa is spreading out that offense. So we'll see if you can keep it up against Igor. Okay, yeah. This is like now we're getting to the interesting part of the draft. We're getting some names that normally you don't hear drafted or even maybe talked about on fantasy podcasts. Uh, so, Kevin, you are up. You still don't have any D, but I guess you brought up a good point that basically it's just Jordan needs one more D, and then that might be it. So if you have like three that you like, then you're probably going to get two of them no matter what, unless someone decides yeah, to pick a third um, one. I'm still going to fade the defenseman. Uh, continue on, but I'm not going to go with a skater this time. I think uh, we're going to go with a team goalie, and 
something something tells me it's going to be Tampa here. So I'm going to go with Tampa. Did you know that the Rangers are actually the home team for this series? I, I did, was so sh- but <laughs> the other thing is, is I also just really don't like the Rangers as a Devils fan. <laughs> Uh-huh. And uh, I had the Rangers last time, and and they honestly they they were the reason why I made it to this round, but not not this time. <laughs> I think this is going to be one of those rare times. I, I can't even remember actually the last time that there's been a team that was the home team in a playoff round, but like the betting odds are all like pretty stacked against them. Uh, like, but uh, again, like with goaltending, anything could happen. I definitely wouldn't count the Rangers out, but I would also agree that probably of these four teams, Tampa is the one I'd be the most confident in in going forward, just because it's so hard to bet against McDavid and Drysaddle with the way they've been playing. All right, so the first team is off the board, and now, oh, it's my pick. Okay, so let me get this up here. Uh, where are we here? So Ryan Strom. Oh, nobody told me not. Okay. Sorry, I don't want to give too much. Well, I guess it doesn't matter this way. He told me to not take a D if I already had two D, even though I have a D here on this list. I'm going to skip over him. Lekkonen's taken. So uh, Kyler Yamamoto is next on the list. So a guy who, you know, Edmonton's so frustrating, right? There's been times where like Puliyarvi and Yamamoto get into a spot with like McDavid and, or Drysaddle, and you're just like, oh man, like this guy's just going to have such like unbounded success, you know, because he's playing. How can he not? And Yamamoto, though, like just, I don't know, never happens, to, to, or at least not consistently, but still like in the playoffs, he definitely hasn't been like bad. Like in the regular season, he ended up with 40 points in 81 games, mostly coming from like a run right at the end. He's got, what are, what are we counting? Six points in 12 games. So not terrible. Like I'm sure he'll probably keep that up half point per game through this series. Hard not to like he's playing, even though actually in the last game, it looks like Edmonton put Hyman, McDavid and Dreisaitl. They shake this up a lot. Cause it was Kane with those guys for a while. And then it was Kane with RNH and Yamamoto. So it is a top six spot. Okay. Like for whatever, they're going to shake it up. All right. So that's that pick. And now we're over to Jordan to end round seven. Yeah, to end round seven, I've got a lot of people that I would not be selecting in a full regular season fantasy format. Um, But I'm going to go with someone who shoots a ton, who I think is due, Alex Killorn. Yeah, like Killorn is on the top power play, right? Still on Tampa. I know their lines have been all, all wonky, but generally he, he might be, or he's on second. Oh yeah, with we'll point out, he's, he's on definitely on the first. Actually, so I'm looking at the last game for whatever it's worth, and Corey Perry was getting power play time over Killorn, Stamkos, Palat, Kucherov, and Perry. And then well, of course he was. <laughs> and then sometimes Corey. sometimes Sorelli was there. Oh, sorry, I'm calling out yeah players who haven't been picked yet. But anyways, Alice Killorn. <laughs> Was like a guy I kind of like felt dumb about not drafting. I think like in Cupful, like I had like, you know, it was an auction draft, right? So, you know, like once everyone's down to like a dollar, it kind of turns into a draft and you just sort of get like whoever you can at the end. And I remember Killorn was out there and I just sort of was like, eh, too boring. Then he ended up having like a 60 point season, like just super solid. Should have taken him. Uh, so you got him here. We're down uh, to just three rounds left. We're starting round eight. It's back to Nikola. You've got McDavid, Kucherov, Hedman, Zabanajad, Kreider, Bouchard. Ross Colton, and now we start round eight. So I have no Colorado players, but what if I have Colorado as a concept, right? Interesting. I guess we're going there. So Colorado, Kemper, do something. So I'm what I'm just wondering in terms of like for you to win, what do you need to happen? 
You, I need uh, lots of goals, but wins for Colorado, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Colorado wins, other people are getting... It's more like a hedge. It'll be interesting to see, it'll be interesting to see how this uh, plays out. A, an interesting strategy, for sure. Uh, okay, so next up, we'll go to Kevin, uh, who already has his team goalie locked in. Well, you only have three picks left, and you need two of them to be D. So is one of them going to be D here, or are you going to wait uh, for the final two? Yeah, at this point, um, it's time to start getting the defensemen because I don't really feel there's much separating any forwards. Not to say that there's much separating the defensemen, but um, I, I want to make sure that I at least get the opportunity at a top line uh, or a top power play. And the only guy that that is available that even has that potential is Tyson Berry. So I don't like the pick, but gotta start uh making that defense happen <laughs> yeah i feel like i would do the same thing it's just kind of like i don't want like you just can't not like it, it it's kind of like an indictment on barry and on the oilers like extending him <laughs> yeah, exactly. the fact that he's falling <laughs> this far only one point in that series against calgary where the oilers were scoring like a ton of goals but it's like come on man like he's when you look at the time on ice like power play time on ice in this series he had games where he had like six five three and just like barely any points but uh, that's what kind of annoys me. Like, I like McDavid. I'm excited for McDavid to go far. It annoys me that the, as the Oilers go further, it's going to make it seem as if they made all these smart moves. Like, oh, they signed Duncan Key, or they traded for Duncan Key, they signed Barry. And it's like, well, I feel like they're winning kind of a little bit in spite of these guys. But uh, all right. So that's Barry. That's the guy who, by the way, earlier when I was like going through and saying that I wasn't going to pick him because Matt told me not to, that was the D that he had ahead of uh, Lekkonen or Yamamoto. But anyways, okay, so after that, then there's cops taken. Oh, the guy I shout, shouted out, and now uh, I'm going to get him. Corey Perry is the next pick here. Top power play, Corey Perry. What a career he's had. Is he going to get another Stanley Cup to add to his collection? We'll find out. Okay, so now over to Jordan to end round eight. Yeah, I feel like I need to lock in. Well, actually, no, I don't. Never mind. I was going to say lock in a defenseman, but everyone else is pretty much locked in. Well, Kevin's going to still take one before your next one. Yeah, that's okay. I think the, 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 the two guys I have there, I feel like they're pretty much the same. Before... Oh, man. Now I have to go back and put my money on Mike Smith, even though I was talking about how <laughs> hoping that, you know, Kadri and Makar would score a lot on Mike Smith. Wow. Here goes Edmonton. Probably a rare case where Igor Shostjorkin goes last in a draft with goalies. <laughs> but Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Smith drafted above Igor Shostjorkin. You've heard it here first. <laughs> Yeah, sure. But, but we're only counting wins. We're not counting save percentage, of course. And Mike Smith has been really good. Like definitely nothing against him. Okay. So two rounds to go. Back to Nicola. At this point, you've got your team goalie locked in with Colorado. You've got your two D, so you could just go two forwards rest of the way. Who do you want to take next? So the guy I would want seems to have lost a bit of trust with his team, so I'm very wary of picking him. So I might go full homer and represent Quebec. I've got to do it at this point. So there you go. Oh, Lafreniere. <laughs> Lafreniere. He's shown something in the playoffs that, you know, like the, that kid line is, seems to be working. It's been mostly Hedl that took advantage of it, but I don't know, man. Got to take bets at this point. So he's the guy. 
hey, he's hot. He's got assists in each of his last couple games. So maybe he can keep it going into the next round. He like, yeah, is a little disappointing. Like only like 12 minutes, 12, 13 minutes, like in, in most of the games of this playoffs. But, uh, you know, definitely the upside is there for him to be great one day. I'm really curious to see what will happen next year. Like Vetrano and Cobb sort of bumped him down to the bottom six. But next year, those guys could be gone and we'll see one day. But yeah, I'll be curious to see if Lafreniere ends up being a good pick for you. I, I mean, I think it's a guy that you don't want to leave undrafted. That's for sure. Okay, Kevin. Over to you. You got a D and a forward still to fill. Yep. And I'm going to be grabbing my last defender here. Um, wasn't expecting to be so heavy on the Western Conference, but uh, that's kind of how it happened. Um, I guess it's better since I have the Tampa Bay Lightning, but I'm going to be going with a rookie who has five points in his last three games, and that's going to be uh, Bowen Byram. Bowen Byram is like, I remember I did an interview with Victor from Fantasy Hockey Life, and he was saying how like he thinks Byram. This is like a couple years ago, but he was like Byram is like probably just as good as Makar. I don't know if he would still say that, but it was like more just like you know Makar's just getting the opportunity that Byram isn't getting. Like, anyways, all I'd say like Bowen Byram is really good, and he's clearly getting overshadowed. He's only twenty years old, and like imagine if he was on the top power play on Colorado. I don't know if he'd be putting up Makar numbers, but he would. Yeah, be. and he also had that that really bad uh, injury history. Oh too, yeah, right? I think the it was migraines or something. Yeah, concussions. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, no, the migraines are probably like side effect of that for sure. But yeah, he's really stepped up in these last three games. He had two assists in game four and then two assists in game five and then an assist in game six. So he's super hot right now. Definitely not a bad player to get like so late in the draft when you fade a D most of the time. It'll be fun to see who Jordan picks now as his D because he said like he had two people who are pretty similar. So that'll be a fun storyline to track in the next round. But first it is my pick to pick as Matt. And so he told me to save goalies to the end. Well, at this point, we know he's taking uh, Shostyorkin and the Rangers in the next round. So this will be the last pick that I make here. So let's see here. Cop, Perry, Palat, Bur- Burkowski. He's not taken. Okay. So he's next in the list here. A guy who at times would be like a guy you'd be shocked to see in free agency, like during the regular season. Then at other times, like I had him in one league and I dropped him. And then I remember Ben... It's a league that I'm in with uh, Ben from the uh, Short Shifts podcast. And he like grabbed him like off waivers, like used fab. And I was like, oh, no, I blew it. And then like Burkowski went on a run. And I was like, oh, I suck at this. And, but then like he went super cold again. And now in this playoffs, I see he like missed a couple games. Uh, but And like, he's had a lot of pointless games. But he did have an assist in that final game against St. Louis. So we'll see now from the third line what he can do. So that's, uh, that's going to wrap up my team here. So I guess I can give the wrap up here that matt the team this is a by the way very chill for me i would definitely recommend this for people like if you draft based on a list that someone else gives you you feel no pressure it's great <laughs> uh so our team ends up being mckinnon fox landeskog rnh taves ryan strom yamamoto Corey perry burakovsky and then it'll be the rangers in the next round uh but over to Jordan, who has two picks left, one D and one forward. You just went with the Edmonton team goalies. Who who do you have in round nine? I'm struggling over here, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Debating whether or not Braden Point's going to be back. I don't think he is, though. We'll see. Um, I am going to go with someone who plays a ton of time on ice. Hasn't been too successful yet, but he is on that first line, supposedly, in um, Tampa Bay. And I'm going to go with Anthony Sorelli. 
I know most of his time is shorthanded, but it's a lot of time on ice. He's got to fall into something. <laughs> You'd think so. Well, if he's playing with Kucherov and Stamkos, you would hope that he can get a point now and then. By the way, Braden Point, lower body. The latest I'm seeing here, he didn't skate last Friday, but is making some progress. Yeah, who knows? All right, we're yeah. down to the last round. Nicola, let's finish off your team. You've got McDavid, Kucherov, Hedman, Zibanejad, Kreider, Bouchard, Colton, Colorado, Lafreniere. And now you're going to wrap it up with your final, I guess, forward or defenseman. Yeah, so Burakovsky was who I was debating on my last pick. And since he got healthy scratched twice, I was like, oh, if something like if Colorado starts struggling, he's the first one to go. I guess he, I don't know. So I've had a hard time trusting that. But uh, now I got to figure out between basically a bunch of third liners and fourth liners. <laughs> I mean, one of them has been having crazy playoffs, and I'm doing the opposite of Kev here, and I'm going full east if I'm doing this, which was not the plan, but you know, he has a nice name, Nick Paul. It's pretty rare that these deadline acquisitions end up like really paying off, I find. But Nick Paul has, yeah, been really good for Tampa. They do it every year, right? They don't even need to like go into the season with a third line. They like figure it out as they go. And I guess they got yeah. Hagel, they got Paul. And yeah, he had two goals in that last game against Toronto. The, the only two goals to stick the knife into the Leafs fans. And then he had two points in four games versus Florida. Not a bad last pick for sure. So that's your team. How are you feeling? You, you think you have a good chance here? Well, I do when I look at the top of my lineup, but I wished I had a bit more out of the Western matchup since it probably will be more high scoring. But at some point, you just got to get the best players and hope they are the best. Yeah, maybe you just need to cheer for Colorado to get four quick shutouts. You get eight points from your Colorado team goalies, and then you could get all your points from your uh, Rangers and Tampa guys. <laughs> Yeah, well, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck we'll, uh, shutting we'll out see. McDavid and Dreisaitl four times. Well, I have yeah. McDavid at least, so I don't mind that. Part. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kevin, so let's finish off your team now. Yeah, uh, Nick Paul was was who I was going to go for, so now I just got to figure out who's going to fill that void. Got to be honest, there's not many people here that I, I like at all. Um, but... I guess the only guy that really makes sense, I was going to go point, ended up going point in the second uh, round, and he didn't play a single game for me. Um, so I and you still made it. <laughs> yeah, I still made it. It's, But I, don't, I, I just don't know if he's going to be back. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Frank Vetrano. Yeah, definitely that's the pick I would have made as well. Not necessarily Vitrano, but yeah, not taking Braden Point. And yeah, Vitrano's playing on a good line. Like, why not? It's been like Vitrano with Kreider and Zabanajad, right? Do I have that? Or And then Cop yeah, with... Yeah, he's playing with Kreider and, and Zabanajad. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet spot to be. And he had some success in the regular season. I guess he's been a little bit quieter in the playoffs. But yeah, good pick there. All right, so now I'm going to finish off Matt's team. I already said here. So let me go to team goalies. Grab the Rangers. All right, then... Uh, Jordan, you could finish this draft off. Let's recap. Or, okay, actually, first, let's recap uh, Kevin's team. So you end up with Dreisaitl, Rantanen, Stamkos, Panarin, Nichushkin, Lekkonen, Tampa Bay, Barry, Byram, and Frank Vetrano. How do you like your chances? Not going to lie. Uh, after you uh, hearing you read it off, I, I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, so I feel good. We'll see how it goes, though. <laughs> 
maybe uh, before you go to bed tonight, you could read it to yourself a couple more times. <laughs> I guess also you'll have this uh, Colorado and Edmonton game to uh, either make you feel really good or really bad about at least some of these picks. <laughs> All right. So, Jordan, you've got Makar, Evander Kane, Kadri, Hyman, Palat, Kopp, Killorn, Edmonton goalies, and Anthony Sorelli. And I guess that means you need a D here to finish off your draft. You could have had Bowen Byram a few rounds ago, but you said they got a guy who's just as good. So who is it? I don't know if just as good, but they're definitely, Byram's definitely been a little bit hotter as of late. But it was really between, now I'm kind of debating Truba and Sergachev as they're both on that second power play. I feel like New York. New York's second power play has just been a little bit better. So I'll have to go with the Michigan man. Yeah, Truba is having a noteworthy playoffs more for like the players he's leaving in his wake. Like uh, the offense hasn't really been there as much. He had a really good regular season, right? He ended the season with 39 points in 81 games. And like along with all of those shots, like he was super valuable, at least in like a couple, oh, and over 200 hits, 177 blocks. Like he was a multi-cat beast. Obviously that doesn't count for much in this format, but yeah, definitely not a bad pick to get as your last pick in the draft after fading D for a while. So, okay, uh, that's your team. How do, how do you feel about your chances? Obviously, you had the disadvantage of picking fourth, so you weren't able to get your yeah. David, Dre, or, or McKinnon. I really feel like I have a lot of people, and I hate drafting this way, but I have a lot of people that rely heavily on their line mates. Right. Which is not super great in regular season formats, but might just work out in the playoffs. We'll see. Yeah, I guess the only thing is whenever your guys get points, someone else is going to get points probably also if they're depending probably. on limits. So you're gonna you're gonna need it to be close. I think for you to win, you're gonna need you're not gonna like blow everyone out. I don't I don't think that your team is gonna be a blowout team. I think you need it to be like super close, and then you could like squeak by. Maybe Absolutely. even on the tiebreaker, which by the way is points per game. Which I guess <laughs> now that we're uh, getting to you know fewer NHL teams, I guess everyone's going to have more similar games played, <laughs> especially if both series like go to the same number of games. All right, this has been so fun. Thanks to uh, yeah Jordan, Nicola, Kevin. Thanks for coming on the show. I've enjoyed uh, drafting and chatting with you guys, and definitely now I'll be very invested to see how this turns out. And it's eight oh five. We're five minutes already into the game. I'm sure, the game hasn't actually started yet. They got to do their little ceremonies and stuff. So yeah, enjoy the game. Thanks for coming on and good luck. Maybe we'll see you for the finals. Hope so. Yeah, hopefully. Thank you. <laughs> and of course, also thanks so much to the listeners for checking us out. We're giving you a lot of content. Okay. We just gave you the show on Sunday. Now you're getting this draft. Ben's already sent me an interview. He did about the New York Islanders with Kevin Kurz. That I'm going to edit tonight and put out on Thursday. So yeah, if you're subscribed to keeping Carlson, then you're you're getting your fill. So hopefully you're enjoying it. Uh, what, what should I do here? Cue the outro music, which means I'm supposed to read credits, which was mainly for me, Matt's draft cue <laughs> that I use for a lot of the show. And then I guess fan tracks where we drafted. And then I looked on NBC Sports Edge to see the status of Braden Point's injury. And that's pretty... Oh, and then of course, Frozen Tools, which is where I could go to get all of my stats. It's a really great site. So... That's it for me. And yeah, we're back at you with another episode. Like I said, Islanders coming up in a couple of days. And again, once again, good luck to to you three and four, including Matt. Uh, And everyone enjoy the next round of the playoffs. We've got a couple of exciting series this year. Two best goalies going off against each other. You know, maybe three of the best forwards in the league all playing one series. It's pretty fun. All right. 
See ya. 